Welcome to Canada's podcast. Business leaders, ready to cut costs and boost growth with a recurring billing solution that's built for you? Our platform won't just save you money, it'll help you grow so that you make more money. Bill clearly, grow quickly with Visibill. To calculate your savings, head to Visibill.com today. Hello, I'm Mario Tonaguzzi, Managing Editor of Canada's Podcast. Joining me today on Calgary's podcast is Callie B. Elwains, who is founder and curator of Bold and Visible in Calgary. Thanks uh, for joining us. Excited to join you. Well, tell us a little bit about what you do, Callie. Well, Mario, I help um, accomplished leaders, speakers, coaches, and consultants to really step into their authentic self-expression, basically to become an unforgettable communicator, all in service to having a bigger impact in the world um, in these changing times. Okay. So, and and how do you do that? Like in, in what kind of avenues and uh, and ways do you uh, reach out to people and, and help people? Yeah. Um, so I have a couple of programs that I run uh, in the space uh, for entrepreneurs for mostly I work with women. I have a lot of men in my world as well, but I, I really focus my work on women and um, we step into understanding you know, right now in these times, we have a much larger, things are changing, the way we're working, we're living in the world, right? That what, how we're communicating is changing. And so uh, we um, take on our larger calling, if you will. I take them through a, a nine month process where we really let go of anything that might be blocking us from stepping forward and really uh, taking the risks we need to do to give our gift in the world. We find our voice literally going through voice work. We navigate and find our story. And really what we're just doing is we're building confidence to step out and be who we are. And at the end, we step onto a beautiful big stage and share ourselves with the world in a in a whole new way. Okay. How did you start uh, this? And Yeah, well, you know what? Um, I, I'm a career CEO and uh, I have spent many, many years inside of um, a really challenging myself to be courageous and step forward. And even though everything looked really great on the outside, uh, you know, I was well known, a public figure, doing great things in the world. I really did struggle with, I think, speaking uh, confidently, speaking my truth in, in the way that was truly me. Um, and so I had to do a lot of work around finding out why that was. And it wasn't about all the stuff outside of me. It was really about things that I was uh, challenged with inside. And so uh, really my journey was through through cultivating my own uh, visibility and my own ability to do this. And in doing so, I took things, I did things like stepping onto the stage myself, um, really learning how to let go of some of the stress and trauma in my body. I work a lot with the physicality of women because I work with women who are very, very high level women who are already really successful, right? So um, really it was inside of uh, my own work that I uh, then stepped out and built my body of work, which is growing rapidly and expanding. It's really exciting. I've helped hundreds of women now step out and really own their gift in the world. Okay. Tell us your story, uh, Callie. Like, I know that uh, I saw some uh, some stuff on, I think it was on your LinkedIn, but uh, about, uh, you know, uh, the challenges you've had in life and how, and how you've gotten here. But just uh, maybe just tell... Tell our listeners and viewers here uh, what your story is. Yeah, thanks, Mario, because really it's that story and that story in all of us that 
is the gift um, that we haven't really been able to come out and speak to. For me, I, you know, I grew up in Calgary. Um, I'm born and bred here. Uh, I did leave for a few years and thought I was never going to be back, but I fell back in love with the city. But, you know, uh, back in the in the early 80s, um, I came from a middle class family, uh, you know, family goes to church, really great parents, but we had some mental health issues in our home. And um, as often happens in those kinds of homes, the kids can sometimes get into difficult situations. I ended up living on the street right here in the city, um, homeless for four years. I was 13 years old. And you can imagine back in the 80s, there was really no uh, structures or supports mm -hmm. uh, the way they are there is today, which I'm so grateful for. Yeah. So, you know, that struggle and that journey of living uh, in this in this city um, uh, with nowhere to live, uh, you know, like literally in the abandoned buildings, under bridges, those kinds of things uh, really was the place where I, I, I really my defining moment happened where I gained an incredible amount of resolve and strength. Uh, difficult times for sure, right? But it was that journey that actually caused me to stand up and take leadership. I, I went, got myself into, uh, you know, fully educated. I have a master's degree in, in educational psychology, but the journey to get there was, was hard. And I was a born leader, you know, even on the street, yeah. I, would help, I would help youth, young people. I, I held workshops for young people on the street, even before I could get off to help them find their way. But, you know, it's often harder to find your own way. So I was a born leader and I've always ended up in places of leadership. But again, it's the struggle. Um, I struggled with a lot of shame. I struggled with a lot of trauma. Mm -hmm. And even at the height of my career success as a CEO in the boardroom making big decisions, I would find myself, you know, just really self-limiting. And so that's, uh, you know, it's the journey through those things that are, we find the hardest, right? That actually are our gift. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Canada's podcast, the number one podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. So what what do you think it was that, uh, uh, I guess, helped you survive like uh, in that time? You know, I... First of all, I had a lot of faith. I had faith in life. I, I had a, a deep faith. I had a faith in God, actually. I, I had a sense of um, a much that I was going to be okay. And that I had a bigger calling, like I had something larger to do with my life. So actually that's my defining moment. Um, I was challenged by um, big Gina. She was a, a, another girl on the street. I was a skinny little 13 year old, you know, and big Gina, she was a tough one. Yeah. And she told me, Callie, what makes you think you're so much better than us? No one makes it off the street. And, you know, that was the moment that I knew, no, 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 no. I felt in my down deep, no, I'm here to do something much bigger. I, so even though my circumstances weren't, were not on the outside looking that way, I felt that. Yeah. And, and really that was it. That was my, the potential I could feel inside of me. And, and, you know, that's what I really light up uh, in women in the world who are already really accomplished, but yet there's something else much riskier yeah. and much bolder to do. Yeah. Yeah. What's the, what was the biggest uh, challenge? I think a lot of people think about this and and, and talk about this, but transitioning yeah. transitioning from being on the street to uh -huh. I don't know, normal life with I you know what, what's the biggest challenge there in in making that transition? Mm -hmm. Well, I think it's one of the things is coming back in just to the regular structures of society. So you know, um, being out of the economy for one thing, um, not. Uh, uh, just really this 
low self-worth is a, is a big challenge. Uh, a lot of, a lot of embodied shame and, and just not having the network. So it's really important to build structure around yourself. For me, I was lucky. I found a lot of mentors that could bring me into some solid community, you know, building community again, uh, having people around you that are, uh, can see you and support you getting into school. I think it's building the structures, um, that are necessary for all of us that most of us, uh, take for granted, right. Mm -hmm. We take it for granted, uh, that we're, we've got this web of inter, inter, interrelational structures that a lot of people on the street don't have. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And when you look back at that time, uh, what were the, some of the biggest lessons you learned that have, uh, that help you to this very day? Yeah, well, you know, it's funny, like I, I said, I, it was easier to help others than to help myself. Um, but that was the first step for me. And yeah. often actually street involved youth or people will, you'll see them helping others first. Mm -hmm. um, but really, it was to um, get visible to ask for help, not to not to go it alone, um, to speak up. Mm -hmm. you, you know what, one of the things I did actually, uh, is uh, when I realized, so I, I had lung collapses, I, I had to have double lung surgery um, because I was so, it came from being deeply afraid uh, on the street. And there was a point where I could have chosen two paths. And the path I chose was to get off the street and to get into my life. And the simple thing I did, Mario, I asked people for coffee, right? I asked mm. everyday people, business people on the street in Calgary for coffee. And a lot of them just didn't want anything to do with a street kid like me. Right. But I made some amazing mentors. So I spoke up. Um, I, w one beautiful friend of mine, uh, many, many years now, uh, he was a, a, he's a genius computer scientist back in the day. And he taught me math hmm. and, and, and physics and wow. a beautiful nurse that I've been trying to find in Calgary, uh, she supported me so much. She let me listen to Chopin in her apartment. Wow. And so it was like those, it was standing up and being seen, asking for help, um, being willing to do that. Business leaders, ready to cut costs and boost growth with a recurring billing solution that's built for you? Our platform won't just save you money, it'll help you grow so that you make more money. Build clearly, grow quickly with Visibill. To calculate your savings, head to Visibill.com today. Being an entrepreneur uh, today, uh, uh, Callie, what's a, uh, well, well, first of all, uh, what do you like about being an entrepreneur? Oh, 100% love it. You know, uh, I'm having the time of my life. Um, first of all, obviously, uh, I can create my own world. Yeah. Um, I can, I, I believe that everyone has a, a calling or some art to give of themselves. And being an entrepreneur is, is being able to do that uh, under your own design. Um, I can create what I want to create. Be, you know, I'm the kind of person, maybe partly from living on the street, that I don't have to come under a, a particular structure. I have the freedom to grow. I have yeah. the freedom, right? I just feel like right now it's a time for entrepreneurs. Yeah. And There's why is that? Well, don't you think, like, I mean, we're, we're, our planet is changing. The old, the corporate structures and the cultural structures and economic structures are, sh structures are shifting. And so, and there's so much, like a lot of us have solutions that are needed in these times that are different than, you know, the old, the old expectations. And so we're just, and plus, you know, I can reach millions. Mm. You can reach millions. You yeah. are reaching millions, right? You're reaching millions in this 
you're reaching people through this process. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And so there's an opportunity for so many of us to step in where maybe in the past there wasn't, you know, we had to work for in a, inside a structure that limited us. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think is, um, uh, I, I guess, uh, some of the key things that an individual needs to be successful uh, as an entrepreneur? Well, I think they need a, a viable product that brings real results. They need to understand the problems of those they serve, right? Uh, they, they need to, or, or the problem of the space in the market that they need to take up. So first of all, you need to be able to uh, bring really great results. Uh, you need a good structure and, and confidence to move it forward. Um, you need a great network. Uh, you need to put the other, uh, you know it, we need to work really hard and be willing to have, be patient. I teach women entrepreneurs in my graduate programs how to really launch their next steps. And mm. most of them, a, a lot of us want to be a lot further along. Um, you know, we want to be on the 10 year time frame where, when we're really in the sod turning seeding point. So I think it's being patient, honoring the cycles, right? Honoring the cycles and being, uh, being really clear about what we're bringing forward in the world. Mm hmm. Like, and when you look at what you're doing today, uh, Callie, I'm just wondering, like, you know, what are your thoughts about the future in terms of what you want to do with your your uh, your business and uh, in general? Oh, yeah, I'm in this just really great point now. So, Mario, so I'm in a five year about five year time frame for this particular body of work. And it's blossomed into um, several different, very viable really powerful arms of the work. And um, so I, so it's a snowball effect, right? We stick with it. It's 10 years to overnight success. Yeah, I see, the, um, you know what? I'm taking my stages out uh, all over the world. So we're going to Europe, we're going to the United States, we're gonna be in the East and West Coast and in Canada. So, um, you know, I see it as a way, I'm just helping uh, women step into their, you know, their freedom and their ability to navigate much more um, from their center, uh, on the planet at this point in time. So I just see myself having a lot of fun and, and really making an impact um, globally. Uh, my women are the women in my work uh, right now. In fact, the coming out onto my stage uh, are coming from Paris. They're coming from London, Hong Kong, LA, uh, all over the U S Seattle, um, New York, and then all over Canada, of course, Toronto, Calgary, Vancouver. Yeah. Okay. Now you mentioned. Uh, I know earlier you you used the word risk, and I'm I'm, I'm yeah. curious. How important is risk taking in, in in being an entrepreneur? Hundred percent, hundred percent important. Especially if we're we're pioneering something new, we're we're your startup, or you're taking up a new space in the uh, you know in the field. Absolutely, you have to take risks, and you need to take personal risks as well. So I mean, a lot of us are risk averse, and and certainly you know I mean we're most humans are yeah. we're wired to survive yeah but but you know I, I mean obviously we want to take thoughtful risks and I teach my entrepreneurial students to take calculated risks but there's also there's risk for investing there's risk for pouring your life into your work you know for getting for for lifting it up with capital um, but there's also risk for stepping out mm -hmm. and maybe saying something different and being on the edge of something different yeah uh, and that can feel really um that can hold, frankly, it holds a lot of women back that they're just about to step out and give their gift and really, you know, be abundant in their business and do their thing. And they kind of stay in the margins. 
Yeah, exactly. So what what would you say to somebody who who may <laughs> may be kind of risk averse, right? That, that oh, I'm not sure if I should do this. Like, what would you tell them, uh, you know, to help them, you know, jump over that uh, obstacle, I guess? Well, I guess in my very specific body of work and what I do, uh, specifically with women, is I deal with this. This is the thing. I help people cross the finish line. And usually they've got everything in place. And they know what they kind of sense they know what they should do. And really, I call it uh, creating a platform of inner safety so that we can step forward and take the risks. So we look at really carefully, what's the truth about what's holding us back? And we work with our nervous system. It might, it's, it might sound woo-woo, super science, though. It's just a, we actually land in um, a more uh, common regulated sense of who we are so we can step out and take the risks and be really clear about that, feel really comfortable to do it. We don't want to. You know, it's when you're uncomfortable and you're um, you're in survival and you're taking the risk. That's not a good mix. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So when uh, uh, you know when you're looking at um, uh, people that you know want to be entrepreneurs or uh, you know are thinking about it, uh, what would you tell them about uh, Calgary itself and being an entrepreneur here? Oh my goodness, I I love this. So right, Calgary has the energy enthusiasm uh, there is there is a uh, incredible community up under you anything you want to get done get done in calgary i did move i, I said I, I left calgary for a while i was a a, a west coaster uh for 20 years oh, wow. and and when i came back to calgary i was just lifted up by the energy of if you have an idea someone's gonna get behind you um you know yeah. uh, pardon me a uh, west coast but uh, you know, in the West Coast, you'd have a seed, you'd have an idea and then a focus group and then six years of, you know, discussions about, you know, the idea and then you take it to a vote. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but here, you, you know, we're really, uh, this is a great environment to start any venture. So a good climate here for, for, Cal, uh, for people to start businesses? There's incredible resources. There's incredible, uh, you know, uh, social capital and, and, and intelligence and data networks. Um, there's drive. You're going to find everything you need and want to be able to lift up your business in Calgary. Yeah. yeah. So, so I'm curious, uh, you know, being away for 20 years when you came back. Yeah. What were, what were some of the things going through your mind about how the city has changed or changed at that time? Yeah, well, I, you know, I came back and I just was, you know, I'd been imbued with this West Coast, um, you know, ideology in a little bit of a way. I thought Calgary was just going to be, you know, a, 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 an oil and gas driven, all all money driven. But what I came back and found was, an first of all, a much more beautified community. I absolutely love the way Calgary's just lifted itself up in terms of its physical landscapes and its environment it changed a lot. But I mean, the felt sense of the city, like what was going on, um, the energy of connection, the people who cared about where we were heading, um, the sophistication, the, um, you know, the mix of, of cultures and just the, the Calgary had leveled up into this, you know, cuisine and, and, and any, you know, it's, it, it really matured. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're looking at, uh, uh, you know, uh, people in general today and, and, you know, you talked uh, earlier about mental health stuff, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of talk today about uh, mental health and uh, 
considering the times we've gone through and the challenging economic times that's still there. What's your mm-hmm. advice for people uh, uh, to get get through things if if they're dealing with anything? Yeah, you know, times are hard, right? And we've 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 really been in a struggle and we're still going through it. This is what I I think, Mario. It's a paradox. And if we can really hold the paradox, we can really we can really have hope. On the one hand, mm-hmm. can we hold all the change and the loss and the grief and just all of the uncertainty that's happening right now for us individually and on the planet and our community and our families? But on the other hand, at the same time, can we actually still hold this? You know, can we move ahead a little bit into our life, into a little bit of hope for the kind of the uncharted territory, you know, that, that is always beyond these challenges, right? And can we hold this together? Um, because we can just completely lose sight of the fact that there's good things happening. Yeah. Of the fact that that there's more that we deserve and desire and want. And, and it's kind of like, can we bring it together and, and, and hold the paradox? Because, you know, we can be in a in a collapse or in a time of change and also we can be in a time of expansion and yeah. holding the paradox, I think is just a really important perspective. Yeah. So like, obviously uh, you've, you, you've lived quite an interesting uh, life, uh, you know, and, uh, and you're busy these days, obviously with, with your work, et cetera. What do you do beyond the work? To, uh, I, I just to give you some balance uh, in life, like what, what are you, some of your interests and, hobbies, passions. Yeah. Well, you know what? I have two amazing grandkids that let's start there. Absolutely. Um, You know, one's in junior, Emma's in junior high now. She's in grade eight and my grandson Griff, he's in grade six. So family is really where I really take solace and and have a lot of fun. I also like to um, travel and and really integrate myself. Um, Go to Costa Rica stay there quite a bit. Um, I have a studio in Costa Rica, but really I just take the time to retreat from the world and integrate what's going on and give myself a creative space. Mm, Excellent. Do you think that's something? Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, I also do this great improv practice called Meisner. And uh, it really is just, it's my hobby. It's completely fun, but it also helps me to um, loosen up all the tightness of having to get everything right uh when you fail a lot in front of people and it's funny yeah. it, it, you know it, it's a fun endeavor and it's a growing endeavor too it's a growth yeah. practice all right wonderful all right well i appreciate your time on this uh kelly thank you mario it's great to be with you all right that was kelly b elwains who is founder and curator of bold and visible in calgary i'm mario tonaguzzi managing editor of canada's podcast today calgary's podcast thanks for joining us business leaders ready to cut costs and boost growth with a recurring billing solution that's built for you our platform won't just save you money it'll help you grow so that you make more money build clearly grow quickly with visibil to calculate your savings head to visibil.com today Canada's podcast, the number one podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs.